Hello, welcome to Wake Up with W Fab. My name is Dre. And today's topic, guys, I'm super excited about, which is kind of funny. I randomly got inspired because I saw a video and I was like, wait a minute, this sounds interesting just by the title. Um, and then after I watched the video, it wasn't good. But I still researched the title because the title was lit. So the the, the first video was a little clickbaity, but then I researched the title and I found so much information and it really opened my mind um, because I'm someone who struggles with goal setting. Does anybody here struggle with goal setting? Drop a one in the chat. Like I have a love-hate relationship with goals because on the same time, like I want to have my goals, but on the other time, I'm like, bruh, like they make me feel like shit. Like I'm a little bit like not super aligned with, with goal setting. So I think for some of you guys, some of you guys may love your goal setting. And if it works for you, keep doing it. But th there's some things that you're going to hear today that you can implement. But some of you guys are really going to like the information today. So this is about goal setting. So why goals are maybe not the most efficient way to reach success. Can you guys drop and maybe note some in, in your notes as well, some goals that you have right now? Some goals that you have right now. What are some goals that you have? For example, my goal, my next goal is to hit the next rank, which is diamond. Okay, that's one of my goals. My goal is to purchase another property. My goal is to, um, I pay for my birthday. I love that, Charlie. Uh, help Kayla said, help my girls, right? It could, it doesn't have to be business related. It could be like, cause I know not everybody here is in the business. It could be like a fitness goal. Um, all the, it could be like a family goal, an eating goal, a health goal, anything. It doesn't have to be business. Okay. It doesn't have to be money. So let me see what y'all saying in the chat. A platinum executive. I pay for my birthday. Kayla said, help my girls rank. Um, hold on. Gabriel said, start an Airbnb. I love that. I have an Airbnb. It's lit. Um, Aixa said, pass my real estate exam. Gabriel, uh, said, retire from a nine to five in the next year. Um, 365 days. Charlie said, have a Miami condo. Coach Mo said, my goal is to get my health on track. Uh, working out three days a week. Uh, Jigeta said, lose 50 pounds. So maybe I lose 50 pounds, start my internship, get a new job, finish my semester strong. Okay. Awesome. I want you guys to write that down buying a new car, write that down. Cause we're gonna use that near the end of the, the, the call. Hit my goal of 30K a month. Yep, write that down. Those are all amazing. On, on live over here, I got uh, da, 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 da. hitting MM, hitting MMP, healthier eating, losing 20 pounds, pay off my car uh, that I've been working on for the past two years. Awesome, so write all those down, right? Earn 5K a month before my mat leave is over. I love that. Not be an MS relapse so I can drive. I haven't driven in three years alone. Wow. That's an amazing goal. Um, lose 10 pounds, make 20K. Awesome. Okay. So I want you guys to write that down. Do we have that written down? Drop some, drop a one in the chat once you wrote those goals down. Not just in the chat, but I want you to write down in your notebooks. Okay. Awesome. Okay. So we're going to talk about, you know, why goals may not be as efficient. And this, uh, you know, some of the main points that I'm going to talk about here came from an author, but I know a lot of different authors talk about this, but an author called Adam Alter, 
uh, he wrote a book called Irresistible. I never read the book, but I just saw an interview with him and it was really good. Um, and he said, goal setting is fascinating because it's sort of a broken process. He said, goal setting is a broken process. And I was like, hmm, got my fucking attention. I don't know about that. Because what do you mean? Like, if you're always hearing about goals. You're hearing all these different things about goals, smart goals, setting goals, setting goals that are realistic, setting goals that are not realistic, that are scary, that are going to motivate you, setting goals that you're saying in the present moment, small goals in between the big goals, and then just goals, goals, goals. All you hear about is goals. You hear goals all the time. So you're like, well, what do you mean? It's like, it's, it's a broken process right? And the standard is, the standard narrative is to change your habits, to change anything when it comes to your success or to improve any of your performance is to number one, set a goal. And number two, try really, 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 really hard. That's like the standard that everybody kind of knows. Set a goal, try really hard, keep working on the goal, just don't stop. And if you haven't achieved that goal, it's because you probably don't have the willpower, the grit, or the perseverance. And we tell ourselves this. Have y'all ever done that? Drop a two in the chat if y'all ever done that, right? Or y'all probably even did it even worse, right? Like you tell yourself you're lazy. You tell yourself you suck at everything. You tell yourself that you're just not motivated. You tell yourself that you don't really want it because like if you'd want it, you'd achieve it. We tell ourselves all of these things. But the reality is, is that those two things, setting the goal and working really, really hard is simply not enough for us to get what we want. It's not you that's broken. It's, it's that um, model that's broken, right? So why does he say that? The way that goals work is that you set a goal. My goal is to achieve X, Y, Z. We talked about all the different examples in the chat, you know? One of my biggest goals was, was to retire my parents. So when I achieve my goal, whatever the goal is, I know that I've succeeded. I know that I've made it and now I can be happy. So that's the goal. And I'm going to do everything I can. You know, usually you do everything that you can to get there as fast as possible, especially if you're super, super determined, you work really, really, really hard to get there as fast as possible. But what does that mean? If your goal is the destination, you're existing in a failure state for a very long time. So all the time leading up to the goal, you're in a failure state. I see it clicking for, for, for Alyssa. I see it clicking for some of y'all, especially if it's a big goal. So I haven't retired my parents yet. So I've been in a failure state for 2.5 years. Right? So you're in this fail or whatever it is. It could be losing 10 pounds. And until you lose the 10 pounds, you're technically in a failure state the entire time that you're attempting to reach that goal. And as you evaluate your process and how you're doing, mostly what you get is the negative feedback that you haven't achieved that goal yet. You haven't lost the 10 pounds yet. You haven't retired your parents yet. You haven't been making five grand a month yet. You haven't, I don't know what other, uh, what other goals were. You're not doing the thing that you said you were going to be doing. You're not that rank yet. So for such a long time, you're existing in this failure state. And maybe, you know, you move a little closer to the goal. You might get a little bit of positive feedback and you might start feeling a little better. Like, okay, I'm getting a little closer. There's some good signs, right? 
I might get a little bit more excited for, for, you know, a short amount of time, but if the end goal is really what you want, what you're looking for, what you're waiting for, then there's going to be a lot of failure before you get there. Right? So you're in a failure state for a long time, which is not very inspiring. The other problem is that oftentimes, and if you've ever hit a goal that you set, even if it's, I'm talking even about goals that are not super big, but if you've ever hit a goal that you set, oftentimes it's, it's like a massive anti-climax. Like it's just not hitting the way it's supposed to hit. Y'all ever felt that? A lot of successful people say this. People who have achieved, achieved really high things, the highest highs, who beat records. If you ask them to describe what it's like to reach their goal, they say that it's an incredible anti-climax. Or something that's even more common is as soon as you get there, as soon as you get there you, and you start something, you're like, I got to start something new. I got to get a new goal. On to the next thing. Like the amount that you celebrate when you get the goal is like this. How many of y'all can, can, can uh, agree with that? Drop a one in the chat. Has that ever happened? Maybe you set a goal and once you hit it, it was like, eh, it's not really given. Like, or maybe you were happy, but for a very short amount of time. So often, not always, but often there's something unsatisfying about reaching the goal unless that goal has its own benefits, massive benefits. This is exactly what the Disney movie Soul is about. He spent his whole life to achieve one thing and when he got it, it was nothing he expected and then he died. <laughs> wow, that's morbid, but yeah. Right? Somebody said my college diploma. When I got it, I was so, I was so much work just for this. <laughs> yeah, I would say the same thing for my diploma, right? So there's, there's something unsatisfying unless it has a lot of benefits that come with it. Unless something special happens when you reach that goal, right? And then you may get a buzz. But you've been wanting something or, you know, I know you guys said you felt like that. You've been wanting something or you wanted to go somewhere or you wanted to achieve a goal and you finally do it. And you're like, meh. Think of the small goals too. If the goal is just like a signpost or a label or a title or something that just says you did it, but not with any special benefits, that doesn't really do much for us emotionally. It doesn't nourish, uh, nourish us psychologically because it's just a title. So we often literally jump right to the next high. It's like chasing a high, but you never really get high. You get just, you just get a buzz, right? So if you look at life as this series of goals, which is how it is for so many of us, it's a period of being unsuccessful or a failure for a, 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 long, a long time. And then you hit the goal. And then you don't really feel that good for hitting the goal. So then you set another goal and then it's a period of being another failure. And it's like the cycle, long periods of failure, tiny periods of excitement or tiny periods of, of a buzz. So as an example, who has those like smartwatches? Anybody got those smartwatches? The ones that like measure your like heart rate and like fitness things, Fitbits and all that, right? 
people get those watches and they're like, someone said, no, I'm scared of radiation. <laughs> I'm dead. But yeah, people get those watches and they're like, you know, a lot of times they're like, oh, I'm setting a goal to walk 10,000 steps, 10,000 steps every day. Y'all ever done that? You got a Fitbit, you got amped, and then you want to walk 10,000 steps. I see some of y'all nodding. Okay, I see it. Okay. <laughs> right? That's the goal. The goal is 10,000 steps. So what happens when you hit it? What happens when you hit your goal of 10,000 steps? Yeah, Shishetta said, it just didn't really excite me that as, as much as I, as I was hyped up for. Ashley said nothing. I sit down. <laughs> Ariana said I sit down when it reaches the goal of dead. No, but it beeps, right? It does a little beep beep or whatever, depending on which one you have. It'll do a little beep or a little buzz to let you know, hey, you hit your goal. It's very anticlimactic, right? Very anticlimax. The beep starts getting the beep gets old real quick. Okay, so you're like, okay, let me set a new goal. I'm gonna do eleven thousand steps. Okay, now I'm going to do 11,000 steps and then you get to 11,000 steps and it does beep, beep, beep. And you're like, cool, um, I did 11,000 steps. And then, okay, you know what? Let me push myself real hard and I'm going to do 12,000 steps. And it's the same thing. Ashley said, my watch gets more excited than I do. <laughs> right? And you set a goal of 12,000, maybe 13,000, maybe 14,000. Because you're trying to reach something where you're going to be excited about it. Right? So, and you, it's just like the cycle and it's not exciting. I know it's just a watch and walking, but it can be the same thing with your simple goals. Not every goal is this huge goal that you're doing. So sometimes we go off on, on, on trying to hit that goal. Let's say we're trying to hit 13 thousand steps or 14,000 steps that we don't even listen to our bodies. We're pushing ourselves so hard to get a goal that we just to get those steps in that we don't even listen to our bodies or our intuition. You set a goal and you have such a big emphasis on it because if you don't get, get that goal, you're a failure again. So a lot of the time people respond more to the goal than they do to their own signals their own internal signals, their body signals, like their own intuition. And the reason that you have to keep escalating the goal is because it's unfulfilling. It's, I, I like to say it's kind of like New Year's, okay? I don't know about y'all, but I personally, New Year's is not really exciting for me, okay? <laughs> like, it's just so hyped up. And like, for the years that I've, I've experienced New Year's, which is like a lot of years, okay? It's just so hyped up. And... It's supposed to be this big thing and you're supposed to get a sparkly outfit and you're supposed to go to the, go to party and you go to the club. You can't even get a freaking drink. You can't even get a drink. I remember I went to Montreal, you know, to celebrate new year's with like a bunch of my friends and we paid like, I think a hundred or $200 for an all inclusive open bar ticket. Couldn't even get a drink. I paid some like hundred dollars or something for all inclusive. I was young at the time. Right? Couldn't even get a freaking drink. Why? The bar was so crowded. I'm like, yo, but New Year's, not even New Year's. Almost like this year, New Year's, I didn't even make it to the club in time. I was in the lineup. I was in the lineup. <laughs> right? It's so anticlimactic because you're expecting so much from like one night. And then it literally is like, this is it. Like, it's just this. Like, you know? 
Coach Mo said, now nah, my family, we get cute and sit on the couch. See, I just realized over the years, that's my vibe. I stay, and now I, I don't even want to party on New Year's. It's just so over, overplayed, right? Because it's an anticlimax for me. But the other problem with goals, guys, is that inherently, if you're just setting a goal, it's not telling you how to get there. And it's not getting you to work because you're feeling like a failure. Someone said my wedding, <laughs> their wedding. Yeah, you see, it, it's, it's such a hyped up day that if it doesn't go exactly how you plan that you could see, like it, it could not feel good, right? So the reason, the, the, other, the other problem, like I was saying with goals is that they don't tell you how to get there, right? Figuring out how to get there is a separate procedure. And we tell people, okay, you got to set a goal, but then you got to figure out how you're going to get there and what you're going to do and blah, blah, blah. But usually a lot of people stop it. Like, let's be honest. You just, you make the goal and you stop there. So what do we need to do instead of a goal? Okay. Cause I've been talking shit about goals for like 30 minutes now. What do we need to do instead of setting a goal? What can we do instead of just setting a goal? Create a system a system. So set systems rather than goals. Now that doesn't mean that you're not going to have goals at all, but you're not going to focus on them. Goals are one-time events. Systems are what gets you there. Goals are, are, are just something that happens once, but a system is a process that you follow on a regular basis that leads you in the general direction of where you want to go. A goal is a destination and a system is the journey. So goals are not useless, but they're not very effective without a, without a system. And the more you focus on them, a lot of us, the more that we feel we're in that failure state. So set that goal, forget about it. Let's focus on the system. What's the system? Once you know what the goal is, focus on the, the system because focusing on the goal becomes counterproductive. So let's say, as an example, your goal is to write a book, right? The goal is to write a book. You need 100,000 words. Let's not focus too much on the book and on the 100,000 words. Let's focus on the system because focusing on the book can make us feel like a failure and it can be very anticlimactic. So let's look at it a little bit differently. Let's create a system. The system could be for an hour, every single morning, I will sit in front of the computer and I will type. And it doesn't matter what that looks like. I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna evaluate the amount of words that I type. I'm not gonna set a, goal for the amount of words that I want to type. I'm not going to send a benchmark for that. I'm not going to put a number. I'm just going to make a very simple system, an hour a day in front of my screen, and we're going to do what we can. We're going to do what we can. You know what's funny? When I was uh, listening to this, I remember John C. Maxwell, and I had it saved in my notes. John C. Maxwell, we did a call with him a while ago, and he literally talked about that. He writes like three, he is writing three books. He's doing three books, like pretty much every day. One he's planning, one he's writing, and one he's finishing. He has so many freaking books on leadership. It's insane. Like, I don't even know how many, how many of that. He definitely has over 10. Like that man got a lot of books, okay? If anybody knows about writing books, it's that man. 
Okay. You got a lot of books and they're all bangers. So he says a book, he's, he's like, I never had a book write itself, but he just writes it one day at a time. Every morning he wakes up and he spends the time writing. That's it. One word at a time every single day. And that's how he finishes all of his books because the system works. Because if the goal was to just write a book, he'd probably stop after the first few, right? And this even reminds me of a gym story that I heard a little while ago. There was an overweight person that was working with a trainer. And I don't remember where I heard this story, but I was working with a trainer and they really struggled because they were very overweight and it was uncomfortable for them to be in the gym. They didn't feel comfortable being in the gym. Like just people looking at them, working out, they kind of felt stupid. I'm sure some of y'all can relate to that, right? I can definitely relate to that. Feeling like, oh my God, is people watching me? Am I doing the right thing? Like almost, almost like there's a pressure at the gym to like not look dumb, you know, right? So they struggled to even just go. They really struggled with staying consistent with going to the gym. So for the first few weeks or month, I don't remember how long it was. Let's just say month. The trainer had him show up to the gym for five minutes and not work out. I don't know where this is from. Charlie, you know where this is from? Because you nodded. Maybe you know, right? Show up to the gym for five minutes. Don't work out. Don't touch anything. Don't touch any of the machines. I just want you to get your gym clothes on. I want you to drive to the gym and I want you to stay there for five minutes. And then you can leave. So for the first few weeks, that's literally what he did. Oh, atomic habits, somebody said, right? That's literally what he did. He just went to the gym for five minutes. And then eventually it became a habit because the system worked. And it wasn't a judgment of what, we, what, what they did at the gym every day. It was just get to the gym for five minutes. And if you can do five minutes, then that's great. Uh, okay, it was atomic habits. I did read that a while ago. Right. And I will mention atomic habits because atomic habits goes over the exact same thing. Atomic habits really focuses on systems, on systems and, and perfecting your system, which we'll get into a little later if we've got time. Right. So that's it seems silly to just, you know, put your clothes on and go to the gym for five minutes, but it developed a habit. And why is this good? Because every time that you set a system and you actually stick to it, you're achieving something. Because the focus is not losing weight. The focus is not being amazing at the gym. The focus is not having an hour-long intense workout. The focus is getting just going for at least five minutes. And if you do that, you're achieving something. So instead of a goal where you're feeling like you're failing every single day for a long period of time, you actually feel like you're achieving something. As long as you stick to your system, you're succeeding. And you end up getting to the same place. You end up getting to the same goal, but the framing is so much more effective. It gives you positive feedback. And that positive feedback is what your brain is subconsciously seeking. That's why you want to even have a goal. That's why you're even setting to do something great, to become better, to improve something, to feel better about yourself. You want to feel good about your goal every single day. A system is geared 
for you to have like it's geared to, to psychological well-being like it's literally gonna help you feel better about your progress because as long as you stick to the system you're doing something right you're succeeding goals don't do that goals are just titles or signposts that you look at from far away and like i said if this if goals work for you keep doing it but i love the idea of a system because you just focus on doing it every day and you're not overly attached to the goal. Because when you have a huge long-term goal and it's been a while since you've gotten closer, it can really bring you down. Or it's been a while since you've achieved it or you thought you were going to achieve it a while ago and you haven't. I know for, for, for me personally, it has. If you followed me in the beginning of my journey, I talked about retiring my parents all the time all the time and i had to disconnect from that goal because it's been two and a half years right i thought i was going to do that last year but life moves but you can't control the speed you can't control you can't be overly attached to the end goal because you actually end up pushing it away any time that you spend self-sabotaging or being upset for why you're not where you want to be or why you are where you are, you're pushing your goal away. You're making it, you're going upstream. We talked about this before. You're going upstream. So I had to disconnect from the goal. I had to kind of step away from it. I know it's a goal of mine, but whenever I would say it, it would remind me that I haven't gotten it done yet. Right? So systems is where it's at. If I just focus on the system, I know that eventually the goal will get achieved. And in Atomic Habits, it's, they say, uh, uh, James uh, Clear says, we do not rise to the level of our goals, we fall to the level of our systems. So what we talked about earlier where that, you know, that narrative was when we, we set a goal and then we work really, really, really hard, that doesn't work. And when we do that, we, when we don't achieve it, we feel like we're lazy or we suck at everything or we're not motivated, but you're not failing because you're lazy. You're not failing because you didn't want it enough. You're not failing because you don't have enough perseverance. You're failing because your system is not good. It's not about you. It's about the system. So I give you permission to blame it on the system and take the blame off yourself. Because if you, the exact same person, had the right system, it would work. So it's not about you, it's about your system. So what do we do? We're going to fix the system. We're going to tweak the system. One of the most motivating states that you can be in is the feeling of progress. If you're focused on feeling guilty, blaming yourself, feeling like something's wrong with you, that's not a productive state to be in. But if you shift it to the problem is not me, the problem is the system, we can change the system, right? Then we focus on changing the system and looking at which system is gonna be the best for you. Testing out a whole bunch of systems and, and Atomic Habits, he talks about how to build better systems, how you can change your physical environment, where you work, the things that are around you on your desk, 
What does your work area look like? You can change your social environment, the people that you're surrounded around. What are the habits that are normal in your circle? I'll give you an example. Charlie right here and her team, Charlie, Sabrina, Mel, Ash, and their team, they all are so similar. They wake up early as fuck. Charlie over here probably already did her work. I don't know if she did her workout, but she did her hour-long meditation. She did her journaling. She wrote down her goals. And they're all the same, literally the whole team. Like they all wake up early. They all do journaling. They all meditate. They all go to the gym, like all of them. Or, or maybe not gym, but they all do something active. Why? Environment. The social environment of their team is that's their habits, right? That's normal in their circle. If you're not doing it, it's kind of weird, like, <laughs> right? So change your social environment. Change your approach. You can change your approach in the habit that you're trying to build, in the, in, in the system that you're trying to build. You can keep the big-ass goal, but let's break it down into, into smaller steps. Let's try different systems. Let's do different things. And you can change the strategy that you use. You got to find a system and a strategy that works for your personality, the way that you're genetically made up. Like for me, I do not like repetition every day. It's so hard for me to have the same thing, like the same routine every morning because I don't like repetition. I get bored. I like to be spontaneous. So find a system that works for you. I still get in my personal development every day. I still get in my meditation, but it looks a little different every day, right? You're gonna have to find what works for you. So going back to the writing book, book example, right? There's an example of, there's a story, and I don't remember where this was. I don't remember if this was in Atomic Habits or in a different book, but let's say, let's say Bob wanted to write a book, right? And started writing, you know, the goal was, okay, we're gonna set, the goal was writing a book, we're gonna forget about the goal, and we're gonna focus on the system. The system is for every, uh, every day in the morning, we're gonna write, or not in the morning, every day when he gets home from work, Bob is gonna write for an hour a day at least he's going to get on his computer. As soon as he gets home from work, he's going to start writing. Okay. So he starts on the system. That's a system. He created a system and he's finding that he's getting really tired. And like after work, he's feeling really tired when he's trying to write. So what's wrong? Is it, is it him or is it the system? Is he unmotivated or is there something wrong with the system? Something's wrong with the system. So he's not judging himself for being tired and not really having ha the, the, the most productive uh, writing sessions. He's saying, let's change the system. Okay, let's try writing at different times of the day. So he experimented writing in the morning, writing in the evening, writing later, maybe taking a nap after work. He experimented different things and he found that he was most productive in the morning before he went to work. And then he could chill in the evenings when he got home. You can hang out with his family. He could do something fun. He was most productive in the morning. So he started writing every morning, he started waking up at 7 a.m. and writing every single morning. But he found that sometimes he wasn't feeling motivated and sometimes he couldn't concentrate. Again, is something wrong with Bob or something wrong with the system? Something's wrong with the system. So what can we change about the system to help Bob feel more motivated and help him concentrate? So he went online, he researched online. Okay, how can I feel more concentrated? How can I feel more motivated? 
And he's, he found that you should have a dedicated space just for writing and nothing else. So what did he do? He created a dedicated space in his house with a desk and it was just for writing, nothing else. He would never go on that desk other than if he was writing, okay? So he tried that. And, it, it, and it, it, he was researching and found that, you know, there would be a subconscious connection to the dedicated space and the activity would be easier to start. And it helped. He did it for, for a few days, for a few weeks, and he found that it helped, but he still faced some motivation problems. Still faced some motivation problems. So what did he do? He knows that it's not about him. Instead of blaming himself, he looked for more answers. How to be more motivated when you're writing. So he actually found something called the two-minute rule. I don't know if y'all have ever heard of that. The two-minute rule. It's, a, it's like a rule to stop procrastinating. And it works for anything. Like if, you're, if you want to read before each bed, if you want to read before each bed, if you want to read each night before bed, how can you make that goal into a two-minute version? Read one page, Right? If you want to uh, fold the laundry, a two minute is fold one pair of socks, right? If you want to study, the the you can change that into, you know, read uh, half of the half of the page. If you want to do thirty minutes of yoga, the two minute rule is just take out your yoga mat. If you want to run for three miles, the two minute rule is tie your put on your running shoes and tie them. Right. So what can you do for two minutes? That's going to just because what happens is that it makes it easier to start once you do it for two minutes or one minute. You can do it for a lot longer. You end up like being in flow and it ends up just working a lot of the time. Right. So he did the two minute rule when he wasn't feeling motivated. He sat down at his dedicated location and used the two minute rule to get going. He would write for just two minutes. And oftentimes when you write for two minutes, he would just get into a flow and he'd keep going. So his system was evolving and getting better and better and better and better. And he wasn't blaming himself in the process. Remember, it's not you, it's the system. So his system was now to wake up and write at 7 a.m. every morning at his writing desk for a minimum of two minutes. That's the system. If he did at least that, he had successfully completed a system for the day. So some days he would only write for two minutes. And even if he did, he would successfully complete the system for that day. And as he was going along, he would regularly improve the system. Later on, he would add a snack or he would test out music or high frequency or whatever, right? Like you're always improving the system and adding the system. Remember that it's not you, it's the system. Instead of focusing on the goal, you can work at peace and just focus on the system. So you got to create a system that promotes good habits effortlessly, like where you have the system so clear that achieving your goal becomes natural. It, it becomes a natural consequence of your system. If you're getting up every day at 7 a.m. and you're writing for at least two minutes, well, naturally, you're going to progress to eventually writing a book. But if you're just focused on how you got to write a book, write a book, write a book, you're just never, you're, you're going to go through so many hurdles that you're not going to get there. So focus on the system. So I want you guys to go back to those goals that you wrote down in the beginning. And think about 
What is a system that can get you there? And it's going to be different for everybody. But I want you to think about what is a system that you can write instead of that goal? What is a system that is super simple, super attainable, right? And in Atomic Habits, he gives you tips on it. You want to make it obvious. You want to make it attractive. You want to make it easy. And you want to make it satisfying. Maybe if it's a business goal, is going to be to sit at your desk and work for, for two minutes every day, right? You're gonna to wanna to make it obvious. Maybe if it's a gym goal, you're gonna to wanna to make it clear. You know, every day I'm gonna to go to this gym at 5 p.m. is an example of, of like making it, making it obvious. Other ways that you could make it easy is you know you bring your gym clothes with you or you lay your gym clothes out the night before if you're doing it in the morning or you set reminders on your phone or you put it in your calendar, right? You make it almost impossible to forget. And then you wanna make it attractive. You make it attractive by doing something called temptation bundling. We talked about this on Wake Up With W Fab before, but you wanna mix something you want with something you need. So add something you want to the system. Maybe after you work uh, you know, for five minutes or whatever, you get to have a snack or you get to uh, reward yourself with something, right? So for example, let's say you wanna start exercising but you also uh, love watching Netflix. So maybe you're gonna watch your Netflix series on the treadmill while you're exercising, right? So you're, you're pairing up something that you want with something that you need is another way to make your system more attractive. Make it easy. Use the two-minute rule to make it easy. Right? Make it easy. And then if it's easy, it'll also be more satisfying because it's a win every single time. But you also want to make it satisfying. Maybe you're going to find somewhere to check it off, or maybe you're going to have somewhere, you know, something that you do to celebrate that's going to make you feel satisfied after you're done. Reward yourself with something after you're done. But continuously be looking at your system and revising it because it's remember that it's not you, it's the system. So I completely fell in love with this concept because it allows you to, what I like to call hustle with peace. It doesn't have to always be this hard thing where, where everything is, is just so difficult. You can actually work with peace and know that if you're just sticking to your system, it will come to you. Everything that you want will come to you, but you gotta set the system. So maybe if you got a business, maybe it's working every day, getting up on your desk and working every single day for a certain amount of time. And that's the system, right? Setting, set up a system that's going to make it work. Now, everybody's system is going to look very different. So remember, keep analyzing it. Keep trying different things. Keep asking people what their system is like. Keep, you know, if you find yourself, you're not being productive, Google stuff. You can figure it out. Like, you all have the capacity within you. Like, for example, me, I've been feeling extremely tired uh, lately. 
extremely tired. Like I will sleep like eight hours and I'm still tired. I really don't know what was going on. So what did I do? I researched it. How, why am I still feeling tired? I downloaded a sleeping app to measure my sleep and I found out I wasn't getting enough deep sleep, right? And um, I, I found, by the way, what works really well for me, chugging a bottle of water right before you go to bed. Bruh, like, I don't know why, but it makes you feel so much more energized. Chugging a bottle of water right before you go to bed and, and chugging a bottle of water right, right when you wake up. High frequency music, playing energized music in the morning, like the high frequency for energy. You know, you figure things out, figure out why you may not be, may not be concentrated or why you may not be feeling motivated. It's the system. You can change things in the system, right? Now I have a system to drink water every morning and every night that allows me to feel more energized, right? You can use this in any, anything that you have, any goal. So I hope that this encourages you guys to set systems rather than goals. If y'all got some value out of the call today, if that kind of resonated with you guys, drop some ones in the chat. I'll open it up for a few minutes for a mastermind. But if you're listening to the podcast, thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate your support. We'd love if you could share this on your stories and tag us. And I hope that you guys have some amazing systems after this call.